0: us who weren't there, people like us who didn't actually get to see what happened. So that's rather cool, isn't it? So we're not completely lost. In fact, we have as much information, in fact, more information than the disciples had as they went along. We've got it all. We know what's happened. We know how the story ended. And the story ended with Jesus coming back to life from death. So that when we die, we too will come back to life after death. So John writes his book, and we in the, the grown-ups, we've been talking about this spiral. Alex mentioned it earlier. And basically there are these four things, and you had it in your memory verse as well. I wonder if you spotted it. The four things John tells us about. He tells us about the signs, so sort of amazing things that Jesus did. And these help us to know that the Christ is this person, Jesus of Nazareth. So we know it's him. Everybody was waiting for the Christ to come. But they didn't quite know who it was going to be, and then suddenly along comes Jesus, and we say, ah, the Christ is Jesus. So that when he comes, we believe. I want to believe him. Now a lot of people here are sitting on chairs. A few days ago, someone sat on a chair. And they didn't last very long on that chair. In fact, the chair collapsed on them, didn't they, Richard? I didn't know why everyone laughed at the end of one I talked, but Suddenly, everyone laughed because Richard fell on the floor. (laughs) Which is rather embarrassing for him. I said, Have you recovered, Richard? (laughs) Good. What great hand. Give him a round of applause. (laughs) (laughs) They are sitting on their chairs, which means they are trusting them. Okay? They don't just believe that the chair exists, because obviously it exists, otherwise, what would they be sitting on? But they are trusting in the chairs to hold them up most of the time. And that's what they're doing. And trust in Jesus is like that. We trust in him. We don't just believe that he exists. We trust in him to do what? Well, to give us life. And there is John's Gospel. It's like a spiral between the four things, one after the other. And that's why he keeps coming around to the same ideas. Well, now, we saw in our little video from John, if you've got a Bible, you can have open John 20. And um, There is uh, the disciples, and can you imagine what it must have been like that day? Can you imagine? You had seen Jesus die on a cross. It was the worst day they'd ever had. They'd seen him die. They'd seen him take his last breath. And then suddenly, a couple of days later, he walks into the room. Can you imagine how amazing that must have been? But there was one person who was missing. Who was missing? Thomas. Thomas, poor old Thomas. He had a tough deal, didn't he? Poor chap. He basically had to stay without knowing what was going on for a whole week. Now, a few months ago, I had a very special day. In fact, it was a day when I felt closer to heaven than I've ever been before in my life. And you might remember it because I think a lot of you were going on your C weekend and your you know, G Force Revolution weekend. What do you mean, it wasn't fair. You were going on a nice weekend. Which is too bad. Let me tell you about it first. <laughs> <clears throat> It was a great day for me anyway, because basically who was playing on the roof of the BBC? You too! too. It was a great day, and where was I? On the spire! In fact, now this is quite cool. If you look very closely, here's you too on the roof of the BBC, here's the roof of all souls, and that's me. Uh, If you you look on the YouTube videos of it, there's a bloke wearing a red jumper. No one else is wearing a red jumper. And Bono was singing to me. (laughs) (laughs) It was a great day. not quite the greatest day in history, but it was the greatest day for one of them in my life. Um, And I I promised I wouldn't play any YouTube songs, but I still do need to talk about YouTube occasionally. Now, the point of this story is that that day, uh, my sister-in-law, Miriam, some of you remember her, she came and sang her songs last year. She's a, a singer and a songwriter. Anyway, we were actually, when um, Josh and Zana were going on the season weekend, uh, we were going to go uh, stay with uh, Jez and Miriam in Oxford that weekend. But Miriam had a few jobs to do in London that day. <clears throat> and so um, she was going to come up by train in the morning, and then we were going to drive her back to Oxford with us. Where we went to stay for the weekend. Anyway, we told her, uh, Rachel sent her a text, and said, oh, you 2 is playing tonight. Um, and uh, she misunderstood the text. She thought, she, she couldn't really understand at all what it was saying. She thought it was something to do with, well, you 2 are gonna play, as then you also. So she completely missed the point, but unfortunately, she missed her train mor- that morning. And she thought, oh, well, there's no point coming to London. Um, I can do it another time. Um, and so she decided to stay behind. So she didn't come up to London. We went to Oxford that evening, and I still had a very wide smile on my face. And um, the difficulty though was that when Miriam found out what we'd been enjoying, she was absolutely gutted. In fact, I wanted to spend the whole weekend talking about it, but she wanted me to spend the whole weekend shutting up because every time I talked about you 2 she just burst into tears. It was absolutely desperate, so we were both really frustrated. I, I, there was nothing else I could talk about all weekend. You two. I, you know, can you imagine how lovely that must have been? And um, <clears throat> she uh, she didn't want me to because she had missed out. Well, Thomas was a bit like that. That's all by way of, you know, bring the story up to date. <laughs> That's me up there. <laughs> and, um, But uh, basically, I think Miriam, how Miriam felt, must have been a bit like how um, Thomas felt, don't you think? For a whole week, can you imagine? All the disciples, there's nothing else to talk about. The Lord is alive. And yet, Thomas wasn't there. He says, I'm not going to believe it. I can't believe it. I just cannot believe it. Unless I actually see him, touch him, hug him, hold him, I'm not going to believe. And you can understand that because it's the last thing you would expect, isn't it? It's the last thing you would expect anyone to do to suddenly come back to life. I mean, has it happened to you before? Have you seen anyone else do that? I don't think so. If you have, come and talk to you afterwards. Right. Well, now this is a very special moment. Uh, This is a moment I think many people in this country have uh, been waiting for, and they will be very jealous of us today, uh, because I've got a special guest that uh, I want to introduce uh, introduce to you. I would say that actually in fact the whole country has been obsessed about this for years and I guarantee that uh, it has been asked a qu- this question has been asked in most people's homes at some point or another the question is this who is the stig now some people say now some people say that he's terrified of ducks and that there's an airport in Russia named after him all we know is, he's called the Stick. Please give him a big call a welcome! <laughs> welcome. It's a real honour for us to have you here. Thank you very much for joining us. He hasn't changed. Um, now, basically, we're going to find out who he is. And what we're going to do is—he's not—you know—he—he he, someone sort of stole his tongue, so he can't actually talk. It's very sad. Just say ah, ah. Hey. <laughs> um, okay, but what we're going to do—we can ask him questions, all right—and he's only allowed to reply either by a nod or a shake of his head. Okay, so only yes, no questions. All right. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. One at a time. Right. Uh, I think um Ivan, uh, I think you're desperate to get in there, I could tell. What's your first question? Are you a man or a woman? Uh yes or no? <laughs> Are you a man or a woman? <laughs> Are you a man? Good. That's a good start. That's ruled out fifty percent of the world's population. Right? Yes, Elliot? Okay, we'll come back to you. Yep. Play sport for a living? <coughs> no. <laughs> Kai? Do you like cheese? Do you like cheese? <laughs> okay, good. Now, the aim—by the way, the aim of these questions is to help narrow it down, so we can work out who it is. <laughs> okay, yeah, Elliot? Do you have a wife? Do you have a wife? Ah, now that you see, not a lot of people knew that. Okay, Jem. Is that wife famous? I think so. I think I think she's very famous. Okay, somebody, yep. Yeah. Do you have kids? Yes. Are you a Formula One driver? Are you a Formula One driver? Yes. Sophie? Do you have three children? Okay. Is your name Jonathan? I don't think that narrows it down very much. Anyone else? Okay, anyone near the back who hasn't had a chance? Any other, you, anyone at the back? Yes? Are you handsome? Are you handsome? <laughs> He's got one of these cards. On one side it says, you're a sinner. On the other side it's, you really are a sinner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Stacey? Could, did you come to this school? Ooh. Yes. Oh, no, that really doesn't narrow it down at all. Sorry? That's a lot of names to work through. <laughs> is, your is your surname Lewis? No, we still haven't worked out who it is. <laughs> Is your name Jonathan Lewis? Now there are a lot of Jonathan Lewis's in the world, it's a very common name. But okay, okay, enough, 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 enough. <laughs> Definitely not. Hands down. Um This is the moment where I'm gonna prove you all wrong. <laughs> Shh, it's too late, mate. You've blown it. Okay. This, no one else in the country has been able to do this. This is my privilege and my joy. Are you ready, Stig? Whoa! <laughs> <Hooray! laughs> well, I never knew you could drive that well. <laughs> Thank you very much. Give me a big round, please. Good, well thank you very much. Well, the Stig is now Jonathan Lewis. You knew it, you knew it all the the time. Uh, So um, his kids, if you wonder where he kept disappearing off to, he was going to some sort of airfield in Oxfordshire to drive uh, silly cars. Right, good. Well, after a long time, a long time of working things out, Thomas eventually got the chance to find out what everybody else knew. And there's that wonderful moment. It actually, I don't know about you, but I almost had tears in my eyes at the moment on the video. When suddenly, he gets let in on the biggest secret, open secret ever. The most wonderful thing in the world. And what did he say? Can you remember? He said, you're Jonathan Lewis. No, that's not what he said. My Lord and my God. Isn't that the most amazing thing to say to a human being? And the most amazing thing is Jesus didn't tell him to stop. Jesus accepted it because it was the right thing to do. Because, why did John write his book? So that we know that the Christ is Jesus and that we believe in him and thereby have life in his name. And isn't that wonderful? That is what our lives are to be based on. That is the one truth that we are to trust. And I hope that every single one of us in this tent will go home today convinced that Jesus is not just mine, but yours also. Our Lord And our God. Isn't that good news? Hallelujah. Amen.